0: Welcome to
2: another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios.
3: And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Greetings to you. Thanks for being with us. The Thursday edition of The Ride Home. Kathy, I'm enjoying a, um, a, a mid-afternoon cup of coffee. You
4: oh, you, you don't it's normally do that. It. Why? why? You know why? Because Christy is like dragging you down the caffeine
3: path no she's happily opening the door for i'm on cup number six cup number six can you believe that holy moly that's so much really uh, that's okay whatever gets you through the day there christy i'm not saying saying it's bad yeah
4: (laughs) it's kind of bad
3: cup number two i don't think it's that bad
4: i have caffeine right before i go to bed every night how do you do that i have green tea it's the last thing i have at night
3: well you, you probably don't sleep well
4: it never – I've yeah. never noticed it does anything to Interesting.
3: me. Interesting.
4: And I skipped it the other night because I'd had a lot – remember we were out – you and I were out for lunch and we had tea. We had two things of iced tea. Right. And remember I stopped at Starbucks for for us on the way home. Yeah. Oh, my God. So then, I, then we had coffee and then I thought, I can't have tea again. That's ridiculous. It. Anyway, it. <clears> it was – and I didn't notice any difference. So I think maybe the tea I'm drinking is low in calf. Right.
3: About a week ago, I had a baby Ruth before I went to bed. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Wait, that's an unmerited candy bar.
3: Oh, that's a good candy bar. It's
4: a good candy bar, yeah. and few talk about it. Well, I, I admire you it. for bringing it up
3: today, John. Well, it was like 11 o'clock on a Friday night. A, a fun size? No, it was a full size. A
5: full size? It was like 11
3: o'clock Why on do a you Friday. you have a full
5: size candy bar I don't hanging know, around. There was. What
3: was that about? It was in, in the cupboard. I was like, anybody? Dibs? Dibs on this? Nobody spoke up. Now, the,
4: does it come in two pieces when you get no, the full a size? No, it's gigantic. Real, it's is a it
3: big old hunk of chocolate and, and lots
4: of peanuts in there? Mm-hmm. It's such a good yeah.
3: option. I couldn't pass it up. It was all like eleven o'clock. I'm proud of you for doing that. I slept like a baby.
4: That's great. felt good
3: about it. That's right. wonderful. So that myth about you know eating or I don't know is it a myth or is it a real, Scientific well, reality. Later, as the show unfolds, I'll tell you what I ate before I went to bed last. Very good. All right, well, we're all waiting with bated breath. <laughs> get out of here. None of you care. <laughs> As but you I always do, you. let us get underway with the top news stories today. Mm-hmm. Kath, without further ado, please give us the top four four.
4: For Thursday, John, Christy, March 31st. Oh. Happy birthday to my brother-in-law, Kevin, hey. who I love like he's my happy own brother.
3: Birthday! Oh, it's also...
4: Happy birthday to my niece, Bethany. What? Who I love dearly, mm. absolutely i have loved her since the day she was born. And happy birthday to our boss, Gary.
3: Management is having a birthday
4: with a capital M.
3: Now listen, I, and someone tortured him.
4: Someone put all sorts of that? happy birthday paraphernalia. There's on a his balloon
3: desk. in there clanking around right. all day long. He hates that. There's glitter. He there's hates like, that too. You know, giant All kinds. There's of no stuff.
4: glitter though. No, no, there's no glitter. He said there was no glitter, which is why he was so happy with this particular birthday. Anyway, happy birthday, Gary. Happy
3: birthday to everyone who's got a birthday yes. today. To like Paul Shannon. It's great. Happy birthday. Number one. All right.
4: U.S. intelligence officials have determined that Russian President Vladimir Putin is being misinformed by his advisors about the poor performance of Kremlin troops in Ukraine, the AP reports and CBS News confirms. A U.S. official who spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss recently declassified intelligence said today that the intelligence finding indicates that Putin is aware of the situation on information coming to him. And there is now what they're calling, quote unquote, persistent tension between him and senior russian military officials can't be good i mean can it be good i mean they the article says that the biden administration is hoping that divulging this finding could help putin reconsider his options like what am i doing this is crazy clearly we're not doing well let's double back and stop what we're doing have some candy number two As experts continue to warn of a growing youth mental health crisis, new data is shedding light on just how severely high school students have struggled during the pandemic. These are amazing numbers. Over a third of high school students in our country reported experiencing poor mental health during the pandemic, while nearly half of the students reported feeling persistently sad or hopeless, according to data released today by the CDC. Female high school students and those who identify as lesbian, gay, and bisexual reported greater levels of poor mental health, emotional abuse by a parent or caregiver, and having attempted suicide since the pandemic began. The data found the pandemic's impact on parents' jobs and mental health also felt by students, with 55% reporting emotional abuse by a parent or other adult in their home, and a quarter of students reporting that a parent lost a job. It's hard to even know what to say to those kinds of numbers. And we're not going to even know the impact of that for decades. Number three. Scientists say, John, they have finally assembled the full genetic blueprint for human life, adding the missing pieces to a puzzle completed nearly two decades ago. An international team described the first ever sequencing of a complete human genome, the set of instructions to build and sustain a human being, being in research published today in the journal Science. The previous effort, which we talked about, I believe Francis Collins was the head of the project, a former uh, head of the NIH who mapped the human genome initially. That was 20 years ago apparently Um, this previous effort that I was just referencing was incomplete apparently because DNA sequencing technologies of the day weren't able to read certain parts of it. How about that? Excellent. Um, It caps off decades of work. It says that this picture of the genome will give humanity a greater understanding of our evolution and biology while also opening the door to medical discoveries in areas like aging, neurodegenerative conditions, cancer and heart disease. And did you know John that the human genome made up of 3.1 billion DNA subunits? You yourself John have 30,000 genes organized into 23 groups called chromosomes found in the nucleus of every last one of the John Hall cells.
3: Need a bigger every closet. Every
4: last one, Christy. A bigger
3: closet for all those genes.
4: All right, you can turn off the music for this cuz it's a weird animal story. Okay. So, like,
3: basically, we're done. No, no, it's the weird animal story. It's number four. Well, you're turning off the music. Yeah, but for we top were talking four. a lot
4: about birthdays at the beginning, and I thought maybe Christy would run out of music. Okay, ready? Music Here's the weird animal story. Of There's a dude. He's taking a morning walk on an Australian beach, and he stumbled across a creature that no one can identify. Instagram user Alex Tan posted a video of the dead animal or possible extraterrestrial. Mm. With hundreds of people commenting on what they think it is, John, I'm showing it to you now. I don't know what it is. It's Well, that
3: it's got a tail.
4: That's the whole point. Hold on. Not,
3: why, how, why could someone say that's an extraterrestrial? Well, All do of you, a sudden, well,
4: you, now, you said you don't know what it is. It's a big
3: ocean. It's a big ocean.
4: I'm showing it to Christy. Christy, what do you think it is? I have absolutely no idea. no idea. Doesn't it look weird? looks weird.
3: You need, you know, an oceanographer in there.
4: Isn't it? Is, don't you think it's weird? I like it. Do you like it? Yeah, of course. People have said it looks maybe like a de-haired possum.
6: Mm. Oh, there you go.
4: Or maybe the dead carcass of a rat. Mm-hmm. Maybe a mini chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a ringtail possum.
3: Somewhere on the beach. What if you were swimming in that thing that like, came by you?
4: Wouldn't that be crazy? Last December, a man in California was looking for dolphins and found a quote mutilated shark alien fish, which turned out to be a sunfish. Well, see, now, don't be dismissive. Everything's these are, an these alien. Are, these are people who are interested in finding marine life. Mm-hmm. A month before that, a man stumbled upon a rare deep sea monster called a Pacific football fish.
3: Mm-hmm. Which on was a San Diego
4: Beach. No, no, it actually was. Probably it's was. called. It's called a Pacific football fish. Maybe. Anyway, that's it. That's what I got for you.
3: That's the news. what did you think the of that top or four for today? Do you like that? Yeah, that's the news. Okay. Jerry Boyer joins us in a little bit. He's going to bring us up to date. We're going to talk about the, the happenings of the week.
7: 101.5
1: WORD.
3: This week on Truth for Life, we'll see what the Apostle Paul's
1: practical instructions for effective leadership have to say about faithfully proclaiming God's Word. Find out what absolutely must be taught and what must be avoided at all costs. Listen Monday through Friday to Truth for Life with Alistair Begg. Tomorrow morning at 6 on 101.5
8: WORD.
9: Spring is in the air. Spring is everywhere. Hi, it's me, Marcia from the Spring House, and spring is a great time of year on both our farm and our store. It kicks off with farm tours, and we just love sharing our farm with all those precious young folks. Graduation party season and wedding and shower season start up now too, so my sister Jill and her catering crew are on the road in our red Springhouse fans almost every day delivering homemade country cooking to families all over the Tri-County area. My brother Sam and his farm guys are busy this time of year planting corn and pumpkins and hay, along with getting the cows milked and fed two times a day, too. The Springhouse store crew loves serving all the families that come to visit to enjoy our homemade lunches and suppers, to take a zing down our hillside slide, and to top off their experience with a Springhouse ice cream concoction, like a strawberry ice cream shortcake. Come see us and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse. 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com
8: Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest.
11: I
1: knew teaching wasn't my chosen profession. I called in the office on the second day or had a parent mad at me. Word FM presents a night out with comedian Chad Thornsberry. I'm walking in and his dad jumps up and said, I heard you called my daughter stupid. Like, I would never call your daughter stupid. 7 p.m. May 20th at Impact Christian Church Moon Township. I asked her if she was stupid. <laughs> General admission, just
8: $30 each. Tickets on sale now. I
1: know there seems like there should be a second part to that joke, but that's where
8: that one ends. That's where we go on. At wordfm.com slash There
3: is still a lot of fallout over whether you watched it or care or not over what happened Sunday night at the Academy Awards. I mean, it's reached all sort of avenues of the culture. It's just a weird thing. It says a lot, I think, about who we are as a people in this particular place and time. Jerry Boyer is with us to talk about this. Jerry's a regular guest on our show. Jerry Boyer is the chief economist of Biden Financial, editor of Town Hall Finance, editor of the Business Channel, the Christian Post, and also host of Meeting of Minds with Jerry Boyer podcast, president of Boyer Research, the author of The Maker versus The Takers, What Jesus Really Said About Social Justice and Economics. And Jerry, welcome back to the show.
4: Oh, except we can't hear you, Jerry. Which
3: year? We can't hear you. Uh, We've got a little problem with our... How we doing okay yeah, now? There we go. Now we, now we we got go. you. Oh,
4: wonderful. Terrific. We're Jerry, we're glad to see you. Uh, news comes today s- reflecting on the uh, Oscar fallout from the other night that the Academy apparently went up to some of Will Smith's people... I don't know what, what kind of posse he uh, travels with and told him that they wanted him to leave the Academy Awards. I don't know. It, it's a little unsure whether it was Will Smith himself who refused or his posse who refused, but they wanted him to leave. And then, of course, before they could double back and figure out what to do, he had won the, <laughs> the Oscar for Best Actor. So, has and
11: got a standing ovation. And got a, a standing, standing ovation. Right, from
4: people who I think were trying to figure out exactly what, like, um, politically correct side to be on.
11: And we still are, although I think we're all settling up now on our various predictable sides. Uh, it's like whenever anything less, like this happens, it's like the Red Sea, right. you know, the, the whole nation parts yeah. into two sides. Yeah. Um, but of course, in that case, the redemptive path, the dry land, the, the exodus is in the middle, yeah. <laughs> not with not with those sides. And I'm not arguing for a mushy, although it probably was mushy. I'm not <laughs> arguing Literally for a, so exactly a mushy moderation but I am arguing for a biblical plumb line so the whole world is dividing up between uh, team rock um, and uh, uh, and uh, team will um, will uh, or team Smith I, I, if I'm if I'm on a team in this I'm going to be with team Denzel mm. um, Denzel apparently said warned um, will Smith um, I, I think P, it's been described as comforting but it sounds a little bit to me like older mature man giving counsel to a young man who needs it. It's when you're at your highest, you have to be careful because that's when the devil comes for you. Um, And I'm not hearing a lot about that. I'm hearing from team will and team Chris a lot who are now kind of slapping each other across the face on social media, including within the church. There are these divisions, but where's team Denzel, the mature Christian man who understands that that was, that's the devil's work, right? That's the devil loves this kind of conflict it's in his name diabolos dia across balos throw so literally the, the word picture here in the word uh, that's translated as devil is throwing a rock from one side to another or in this case maybe throwing a punch from one side to the other and um, you know i've been studying james lately a friend of mine has a commentary coming out in a few days and i got a chance to read the galleys And it's been my personal study. And it's all about this. It's Mm -hmm. all about how wrath, the tongue is like a fire. It consumes the whole world. It starts forest fires. It has a life of its own, just like fire does. And it destroys everything and eventually is destroyed itself by Gehenna. Um, And I think that's the conversation we as a church need to be having rather than, you know, deciding whether we're going to side with the completely toxic insult comic on one hand or the completely toxic assaulter on the other right
3: that's excellent chair so you know in a culture of course in the hollywood culture where the the welding uh, the, the 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 welding of words and images together create high art all you sudden see the backwards of this and you create chaos instead where violence is put upon people i mean you know chris rock of course violence to chris rock and will smith will smith violence upon himself and his family Yes. And these I mean, these men have both been involved with violent,
11: um, violent entertainment. Uh, Chris Rock has a violent and hateful rhetoric in his comedy. Does anyone remember when someone Chris Rock insulted the Tea Party and someone was making a documentary and went up and asked him, do you really believe that all people in the Tea Party are are racist? Mm-hmm. And Rock shoved him. Chris Rock shoved the guy. A journalist um, we didn't have the same hubbub um, of, you know, so that was wrong, so some people get to be recognized as victims more than others, depending on their political alignment. These men have made violent movies, some of chris rock's recent work is extremely violent, uh, and Will Smith has done a lot of violent work, so there's this weird thing with Hollywood that they go out there and they monetize violence in entertainment and then they kind of front. You know, they, uh, you know, kind of peace language when they get up there and social justice language when they get up there to accept their awards. Uh, of course, the only reason why we know who they are is because of the entertainment they produce. And the entertainment is almost never redemptive. It's almost never peaceful. There's some, and, and and don't get me wrong, Will Smith has done some really good stuff. sure, But he's also done a lot of, you know, pretty bad stuff. And so have all of them. And so does Hollywood. So Hollywood can be offended. But how many people out there who are offended by this made their living by exploiting violence and sexuality and political hatred and grudge matches. I mean, social media is filled with celebrity grudge matches. So this is what James talks, talks about. Eventually, words are going to lead to violence. Now, that's happening all the time. Uh, flight attendants are getting smacked. Uh, wait, um, waitresses are getting verbally abused or shoved. Um, nurses are getting screamed at. I mean, this is happening out here in the world all the time, but Hollywood's supposed to have it all together. It's all glitzy. It's all covered up, you know, that the lighting's perfect, the makeup covers everything. And now what's been going on in the whole culture, which is coming apart at the seams, was now undeniable out there in front of all of us.
4: So this was our first peek, maybe, into a visual representation on live TV of what we've all been doing for the last, I don't know how many years, how we've been fighting on social media, how we've been talking about political opponents, and the kind of entertainment you're saying that we've been taking into?
11: Yes, and who we are as a people. I know it's easy for those of us who are Christians and even especially conservatives like me to say, oh, Hollywood. You know, that's Hollywood culture. You know what? We're all Hollywood culture. We're all consuming that stuff. I mean, these people wouldn't be famous if we weren't part of it, if we weren't streaming it, buying it, watching it, giving it to our kids, buying tickets to it. There's no real distinction between Hollywood culture and American culture. These people are essentially, repre- it's almost like a covenantal representation, you know, like Adam was our federal head. And, you know, these people are, they're like representatives of us, but they're not really distinctive th- th- than us. We're, we're all, we're basically one culture. And this is how we are. And this is how we talk. I and mean, we can talk about what Chris Rock said. What Chris Rock said was terrible, but I routinely in social media see progressive Christians and kind of populist conservative Christians saying the same and worse about their brothers and sisters. Um, and the only reason they're not getting slapped or punched is because you can't literally... Twitter doesn't have a punch button yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, Facebook does not yet have a slap app.
4: Right.
11: Uh, as soon as it does, we, if it had that, we would be slapping each other the same way. We're no better than they are. Let we just... We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And if we think we're better, I'm just reading James, then show it through our works. You know, what does James say is the sign of true religion? The first sign is- Caring for your widows tongue. and orphans. And then the other, right, true religion before God and undefiled mm-hmm. care, visit the widows and orphans in their, in their affliction. And the other, if you say, anyone who suggests that they are devout, you know, have true religion, who does not control their tongue, deceives their heart, such a person's religion is futile. Mm. These are the three- attests that james gives us oh well that's then no that's now james is writing during a time that is so much like our time a time of violent escalation of rhetoric and then actual violence between the time of the ascension of jesus and the civil war which ended up destroying jerusalem 40 years later right
3: okay so then whether it's thousands of years ago as james writes or sunday night There's nothing new under the sun. We are the same people, the same rhetoric, the same hatred in our hearts. We're going to spew it out regardless.
11: That's absolutely true. We're the same people. Human nature doesn't change. I'm saying something a little more specific, which is that there are cycles, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is James is written at the same time in the cycle of the life of Jerusalem as we appear to be now in the cycle of the life of America. Mm -hmm. Uh, In other words, James is, uh, we try to, well, a lot of times we treat uh, biblical uh, passages and, you know, letters like this as just kind of like for everybody. And they are for everybody in the sense that we always listen in. But James is writing to a very specific group of people. He says he's writing to the tribes, to the 12 tribes of the diaspora. He's dealing with tribalism. Right? Tribalism is the issue mm-hmm. he's dealing with. When you read Josephus, what's going on here? Groups are insulting one another. Ruling class Sadducees versus the you know, rebellious Pharisees, populist versus elitist, and then divisions within the populace. And Christians were starting to line up with these factions rather than becoming a separate faction, which is the Jesus community, which isn't really a faction. It's the dry land you know, between the floods. They were lining up with the different factions. And James is saying, no, you can't do that. Um, you have to learn to bridle your tongue. You can't live by conflict. And people read these passages where James says, why are there battles among you? Why are there wars? You know, you read the commandments, and, and, and but you murder. And people say, oh, well, that's metaphorical, right? They're not actually murdering their Christians. I think the text means exactly what it says. There was murder, there were wars. This is a time of civil conflict escalating with little border skirmishes and then, you know, then like violence from like tribes, like Antifa versus whatever. They had groups of people with daggers. So this is actually civil conflict he's dealing with. These this is not flower, this is not hyperbolic language about Christians arguing about what color the 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 um The the, uh, church's carpeting should be, right? This is really murder and war, Mm -hmm. and we we also are facing really murder and war. Murder is up, ODS are up, driving is down, but traffic fatalities are up. This really is death, and it starts with the tongue, which is a fire, Mm -hmm. and the tongue controls the whole body. And because Chris Rock didn't control his tongue, or he did control and gave exactly what the you know what he thought was wanted, and then. And then Will Smith couldn't control. And Will Smith essentially lost control of his body. And now he's lost control of his reputation. And now we're lining up because when there's a fight, people tend to line up. We like fight by proxy. Yeah. Well, if he tried to slap me, you know, I you'll know, you, we fantasize. What if he tried to slap me? What would I do? Or what should Chris Rocker? Well, if he said that about my wife, I wouldn't have slapped him. I would have punched him. We like rehearse that, right? And that's what, that's what the Sermon on the Mount is about in Matthew. And then James, maybe Jesus's younger brother, Um, is essentially taking the Sermon on on the Mount and saying, hey, it's whatever, 10 years later, here's here's what's happened because we didn't listen to the Sermon on the Mount. The fire is growing and growing and growing, and it's gonna be consumed by Gehenna, which might mean hell, but there was a giant garbage pit just outside the temple, which was burning. That's what Gehenna actually meant. And when they had their war, the zealots who captured the temple, the Romans came in and they pushed them off the cliff and they literally fell into Gehenna they literally fell into the that burning garbage pit and that's that's what happens when you don't bridle your tongue that's the ultimate effect of not bridling your time.
4: well that should humble all of us jerry boyer uh-huh. is with us jerry's a friend of the program also host of the new podcast meeting of the minds he's the author of a great book called the maker versus the taker is also the editor of town hall finance finance and a contributor to affluent investor we're going to take a break jerry when we come back um let's change our focus to russia ukraine um let's talk about what sustainable investing means and what it might mean for that conflict it's next right home
7: got questions cornerstone tv has answers for today's hot topics and your burning questions on faith family and more hope happens here
6: no prayer that has begun in heaven is ever
0: rejected when it gets back it, it yeah. sounds like i'm the only one that got it right up here <laughs> uh, <laughs> well,
7: anyway, hang out with our hard questions team Thursdays, 2 p.m. and 9 p.m. on Cornerstone Television Network.
4: This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting The Ride Home.
12: get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products lock in your quote today schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windows arrest pittsburgh.com you've tried the rest now try the best windows arrest pittsburgh.com
0: got issues with youth or high school sports positive coaching alliance can help pca a national nonprofit offers more than a 1,000 free online resources for youth and high school sports coaches, parents, students, and administrators. Visit
12: PCADevZone.org. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life & Legacy show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life & Legacy show.
7: Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, Tune In and on Odyssey,
10: 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov eip to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the Child Tax Credit. That's ssa.gov eip. Produced at U.S. taxpayer
4: expense.
5: We'll see cloudy skies tonight with a few showers late, the low 37. Tomorrow, cooler with a couple showers of rain or snow, a high 44. Partly cloudy skies for tomorrow night, low 28. On Saturday, warmer with sun followed by increasing clouds, the high 53. And Saturday night, we'll see an evening shower, but otherwise mostly cloudy overnight, the low 38. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Grace Miratori. I'm
3: talking with Jerry Boyer. He is an economist, a podcaster, and author as well. We just talked about the Oscars, and the tongue is on fire. Jerry, let's talk about the war in Ukraine putin economics and shareholder meetings that's an awful lot in in one bottle but you're the person to talk to about this
11: well i think the um the the theme that unites these things is an absence of christian leadership in positions of authority and i don't just mean that christians aren't necessarily in positions of authority but that even if they are biblical wisdom is not present in places of authority so i think you know what what is um i you know paul says in romans the creation groans and travails waiting for the revelation of the sons of god jesus said you're supposed to go out there and disciple the nations Mm -hmm. if we don't do that when whatever institutions in in geopolitics for example um or in corporations because corporations are in essence now more powerful than nations in many cases um i you know the largest corporations in america and in the world are more powerful than almost all of the nations in the world, except maybe the really great nations like, say, the United States, China, Japan, etc. Um, and we are absent from those places. And so we don't bring biblical wisdom. And so we have ideological capture and escalating conflict. And again, the tongue as a fire. So how much of what ha- is what's happening in Russia and Ukraine, something that started with words, and maybe toxic words and angry words and tough guy and then counter tough guy and then making good on the threat or responding to what we think the threat is. From some of Putin's, you know, crazy early talk about how it was a geopolitical catastrophe when the Soviet Union fell, which is pretty scary because the Soviet Union was horribly evil, to President Biden two weeks ago saying, you know, apparently. You had to back it off, but apparently calling for regime change. Right. This escalation of words, again, it doesn't stop with words, it, it, it turns into actual violence. Mm-hmm
4: people listening to the program, Jerry, and of course the three of us, um, aren't going to shy away though from examples of when Christians are in charge of you name it. It's not like it's, you know, a pass for going well. We could look at the, you know, latest, you know, sex abuse claims by, you know, the gigantic mega church Hillsong, um, or you can do the Mars Hill thing, or you can talk about Christianity Today, or the Catholic Church, or whatever you want to do. Um, So, Talk about the difference between biblical wisdom and how we've seen Christians run larger corporations and churches.
11: Well, I guess the question is who's discipling whom? Because you know, look, I don't want to be you know overly critical. There's, there's there's there are problems in every kind of church, Surely. right? There's no branch that is um, exempt from this. Right. But there are a certain co- set of problems that seem to align with organizations where sometimes it's really difficult to tell whether they're churches. Or whether they're entertainment companies, mm-hmm. and whether the person leading them is a pastor in the biblical sense of a pastor, or an entertainer or a celebrity. Um, so now, terrible things can happen in tiny little churches. I, you know, I've seen that. And some, like I just got a notice in the mail. I won't mention names, but a lawyer sent out like mail to everybody, and they talked about a sex abuse claim against the priest who was, I happen to know that parish, I've, you know, it's a really tiny little parish. So, you know, at least there's some evidence, somebody claims something terrible happened there. But with the Hill Songs of the World and the Mars Hills, there's a kind of a celebrity thing that goes on. Um, So that, is that really a church? Okay, I'm not going to judge that. Christ will have to judge that. But I can tell you that it doesn't read to me like the leadership style that's described to me in the Gospels and in the Pauline epistles. And for, for instance, since I'm focusing on James, James now, it doesn't seem like pure religion and undefiled between uh, God and the Father. It seems like something else. It seems like um, a concert hall where, with a religious theme. Um, and of course, I'm not saying that's going to change the world for the better in fact it seems to be doing a lot of harm i'm saying actual biblical wisdom but so we can we can throw stones at these people but if we didn't follow them they wouldn't be anybody, (laughs) right? I mean, we turn them into celebrities. We can complain about celebrities all we want, but there is no such thing as a celebrity that none of us follow. We create them. So maybe we need to change. Um, We need to starve them of their celebrity status by actually gravitating towards Mm -hmm. pastors and religious leaders who are humble and serve and have biblical wisdom.
4: Or we might need to, and I'm saying this to myself as much as anybody, we might need to, when choosing... Where we're going to go on a Sunday morning, we choose a place that doesn't have a rock concert with a TED talk, right? Yes. We choose something that's different than that.
3: Right, it's grounded.
4: Right, yeah. and, and why do
11: we choose that? Uh, I mean, that's a good. Point. I'm kind of asking because yeah. I don't know why we choose. Is, well, do we th- choose that because other people cho- choose it, and so it must be right because the crowd goes there. I, I, I don't.
4: Well, interesting, uh, oh. you know, I ask that question a lot, Jerry. I don't have a good answer for you, but I I was interested in, in Mike Cosper's answer because he wrote an article. he's the one who did the Mars Hill pod- podcast for CT mm-hmm. And he wrote an article in this month's issue where he said that he he's wondering if maybe it is because we're, we're drawn to those type of emotional rock concert type atmospheres because they make us feel something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so much of our current age, you know, whether we're talking about isolation from the pandemic or we're talking about, you know, information saturation or saturation from uh, the Internet or an overabundance of entertainment option, whatever it is, um, that we are finding ourselves to be cold and well,
3: feeling alone. I would say something else. I mean, everybody wants to feel closer to God. Right. So if that's the emotional aspect of it. But, you know. When you look at the ancient Christians, they leaned into holiness by being quiet or, you know, the simplicity of it all. But now we've, you know, sort of now we're like this big instead of just being tiny. And that's Mm. that's the age that we live in, that holiness somehow is pushed aside in the form of entertainment
4: or, or in the search for influence. Yeah.
11: Yeah. And let me add something before Constantine and especially in the first century a celebrity gets killed, right? The most visible Christian leaders are the ones who mm. get eaten by the lions or have their heads cut right, off by yeah, right, Roman yeah, citizens right. or are tortured to death. So if you were notable, you were sacrificing yourself. Now, it doesn't point. work that way right no, now. No, no. Right now, the high visibility, then you, you get market share and you're a celebrity. Um, and the people who are essentially sacrificing themselves are people who are like visiting. They, they might be older or they might have comorbidities. I, I have a friend well, had, well, in heaven, a priest who I uh, just admire enormously, uh, Father Howard, I'm going to say his name, who had cancer, he was recovering from cancer, he had a compromised immune system, and we couldn't get him to stop serving during the COVID pa- pandemic. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I, is, I was just deacon, and Father Jay was like, Father Howard, you need to sit this out, and he just kept serving, and he died with his boots on. Now, mm. you know, I I think when when he went to heaven, I think that was one big concert. But there wasn't. A, he never had a big concert in his service here on earth. So the martyrs now are the people sort of down towards the bottom, and the celebrities are up top. So we have no natural break on a celebrity culture because being a celebrity is beneficial in the 21st century, whereas it got you court- tortured to death in the first
4: century.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
11: You I, hadn't, I hadn't
4: thought of it that way, Jerry, no, but I, I actually really appreciate that. It that gives really us good. some perspective, right? We'll so a don't a be surprised if in God's
11: providence, we get persecution for our own good. Don't be um, surprised,
3: Peter created...
4: says, when it happens to you.
3: It's good. Exactly. Let's step away. Jerry's going to stay with us for one more segment. We're going to go to Disneyland or not. That's next.
7: 101.5 WORD.
1: If there is one distinction between biblical faith and all the other religions it would be this our god is a reaching out god and yet all the other religions basically in the very essence man is working hard trying to bribe his god trying to reach his god and they cannot don't miss this week's
8: leading the way with dr michael Youssef tomorrow morning at 6:30 on 101.5 word
6: are you unhappy with your medicare supplement plan are you paying too much for doctors or drugs? Did you know that you don't need to wait for the annual enrollment period to switch plans? You heard me right. With Chapter, you can apply to switch your Medicare supplement plan whenever you want. Chapter is a free service that helps you make sure you are on the right Medicare plan for your needs. Chapter searches thousands of options to find the plan that best suits your specific health care needs and could save you thousands of dollars each year. Because healthcare should be your choice, not a bureaucrat's decision. Whether you're already enrolled in a Medicare supplement plan or you're new to Medicare, call Chapter and make sure your choice is the right choice. It could be the last call you ever need to maximize your Medicare benefits. The service is free. So call today. Call 800-404-0155. 800-404-0155 eight hundred four zero four zero one five five.
8: Train up a child in the way they should go. Well
3: Jerry boys back with us he's a regular guest on our show the maker versus the takers is his latest book you can also see his here's podcast as well and he's very active on social media but he's also active at shareholder meetings jerry uh you show up at disney's shareholder meeting they were probably not happy to see you <laughs> well yeah and this was a log on and, so and you had to
4: and you had to sit by yourself
3: <laughs> at this point they're
11: still um online okay. so that's kind of convenient keeps me off of, off of airplanes um but yeah i i, I um, attended the meeting um and listened to the discussion um about with the discussion about a lot of things uh, a lot of it didn't make news like for instance there was a resolution on the ballot about reverse discrimination because disney has a diversity training program which seems to be you know critical race theory based and i'm not someone who's searching for critical race theory under every rock, right? right? I know yeah. that people are, oh, everybody's woke. No, no, this really was, you know, really a reverse discrimination um, kind of curriculum. That that was a resolution that was on the ballot, for example. There were a number of important resolutions, but the thing that got a lot of attention was the discussion about the uh, Parents' Rights Act uh, in Florida, the, I think, slanderously misnamed, yeah. don't say gay, yes. right? Um, yes. Now, if they went on to say don't tell kindergartners that they're gay, you know, law, maybe that would be a little more accurate. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Or don't tell kindergartners that you are. Um, So that was a big discussion. But was really fascinating is after that, there were a lot lot of outrage headlines from conservatives about Disney condemning that that bill. Um, And I was outraged as well about the fact that they condemned it. But if you sat through the meeting, if you had actually shown up, Rather than being outraged by the outcome of the meeting, what you would have noticed is that all the pressure came from one side. That the, the Bob Chapek, who's the CEO of Disney, was in favor of not saying anything publicly. He got attacked by a very small but very vocal subgroup of people who dominated the meeting. Um, who were saying, why didn't you come out publicly against this? And he was arguing, this isn't really our role. We're really here to run a business. If we're going to change society, we do it by how we run our business, etc. And the pressure was just so relentless that he gave in. Now, I'm not letting him off the hook. He could have stuck to his guns. This Disney is not a pack. It's not a think tank. It's not an activist organization, it's an entertainment company, and they ought to stick to their day job. But I'm also a little frustrated by Christians who wait until the battle is lost and then get angry about the the loss of a battle that they didn't show up for, or don't even read the minutes enough to know that actually this was at some point a genuine debate. It could have gone one way or the other, um, and it happened to go the other way. And we, for for the most part, very few people who think like us showed up for that meeting. Hmm.
4: Right. And the, and I, I think the bottom line of it is that um, the assumption is that the outrage you feel is enough without yes. any acknowledgement that everybody's mad. Everybody's outraged. And so nobody cares about your outrage. You know what I mean? It's like just shout into a vacuum.
11: Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're screaming at the storm. It was like King Lear shouting mm-hmm. at the, at the, at the thunderstorm. Uh, your, your outrage doesn't accomplish anything unless you actually turn it into something. And probably outrage doesn't actually turn into action that well uh, at all. I mean, or you're Will Smith, you get outraged yeah. and then you lose control. Whereas you have to be redemptive um, and redemptive is you show up before you're angry mm-hmm. so that you can help shape a situation it's. It, isn't it better to stop something outrageous from happening, than to wait until the outrageous thing happens and then for a Christian conservative celebrity to monetize the outrage, to go on Tucker and be watched by a million people saying Disney's woke? Okay, great. You know Tucker, you can build an audience out of that, and so can various activists. But you know what? If if the if the million of you, Tucker, if if the million people watching is that how many watch? I think it's like a million. Can you send a hundred? to to, to the annual meeting with me or 10 yeah 10 Mm -hmm. would have been a groundswell
3: right but (laughs) we think just
11: being mad that we accomplished something and we didn't we didn't accomplish anything except
3: raising our blood pressure well then jerry people would say well i I don't want to hold disney stock right because they're the enemy Mm -hmm. they're the woke and so if you don't own the stock and the enemy then you can't show up at their shareholder meeting Yeah, they're on
11: the list. A lot of these uh, uh, companies who say, we're going to purify your portfolio because we're not going to own companies. They got rid of Disney the first time I think it had a gay pride day. Okay, so I was thinking about this last night. I was falling asleep. This is what I think about at night. Imagine (laughs) that I came to you and I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to help you become more holy. What are you going to do, Jerry? Give me your phone and I'm going to block everybody in social media and everybody in your contact list and every phone number of anybody who's a sinner so you can't call them and they can't call you and you can't get their email and they can't get your email. So you're going to be holy. Now you're going to be, you're biblically responsible now because you're taking responsibility. You're not dealing with all those sinful people. You're pure now, right? Um, You're alone. Oh, I guess so. Right. So, Oh, you know what? I'll write an app and charge you for it and it'll go out and decide who's a sinner. And then you'll be alone, of course, but then we'll only identify the really bad sinners did you just become more holy or not? Did our culture become more discipled or not? And yet when it comes to boycotting and owning stocks, we think that's essentially throwing away the ballot, because that's what we do when we when we screen these things, these stocks out, that somehow we take a step in the direction of holiness rather than being holy meaning. Saying, I'm not going to participate in unholy things, but if there's sin in that portfolio, just like if there's sin in my Rolodex, if you burn the name of, um, this is old-fashioned, you know, Rolodex, you tackle out, take all the sinners out of your Rolodex and burn those contacts, did you just move the kingdom forwards no. or no. backwards? Yeah,
3: backwards. Right. You muted the kingdom.
11: You did
4: right now. You have nobody to talk to. All right. Jerry Boyer's with us. Jerry, we only have a couple minutes left. I'm going to change and go down a tributary for a minute. Uh, I'm going to ask John the same question. I'll answer it, too. I want to know one thing that you're reading right now that you like you, that's interesting to you, something that you're watching right now that you like is interesting to you. Um, I'll start because I know my answer already, and okay. so you could, you guys can think about yours. Um, I'm reading a book called The Irrational Season by Madeline Liangle and it's meditations from her little uh, messy Connecticut farmhouse on Lent, on uh, Easter, on Advent, Christmas. I got it at Christmas time. I can't. I mean, she she wrote my favorite book of all time, which is A Wrinkle in Time. But I hmm. just I've never read this before. It is – I would just recommend it so highly. Anyway, I I just really love her. So that's what I'm – and I'm watching Severance, which is on Apple TV. Christy and I are watching it, and it's just absolutely, like, so outstanding. Fabulous. Okay. Uh,
3: Quickly, um, I'm reading Matthew McConaughey's bio, which is called Greenlight, which is very weird and very interesting. Um, I wasn't a particularly fan. This book was given to me, so I, I'm enjoying that. And, you know, I haven't been watching TV during Lent. However, I did make an exception and sadly watched the Academy Awards, which I was like, okay, this is weird. And now he's so scarred for life. That was it. Jero, how about you? What are you doing?
11: Um, so what am I reading? I'm reading James over and over again. Yes, I'm, um, uh, I'm reading Jeff Myers' new or about to come out commentary on James in Galley's. I'm reading a novel by a friend of mine, Brian Gadawa. Oh, you yeah, uh, know Bri- Brian. Yeah,
4: we know Brian. You know Brian. Okay,
11: yeah. so he's got a new novel about Moses, about the life of Moses. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he kind of gets behind things a little bit with historical, um, and he also has a scholarly book on that. I, I, I've got a bunch of things that I've got going on, a bunch yeah. of economics of course. books and like finance stuff. Um, so what was the other? What am what I are What, you what are you watching? Well, what we've been we've been going on a Marx Brothers get hey, good with our grandson I love Arthur. It. Arthur comes over and he says I want to watch the, the March brothers yeah. um, and so he's co- he's coming up on 4 um, and we have just been working our way through duck soup. He thinks they're all called duck soup. Uh, so we, you know, we went from duck soup and then it's horse feathers. And he says, that's just another duck soup. You know, why kind do you think that one's called duck soup? Cause it's funny. <laughs> yeah. So that's the funniest movie. Sometimes we're out of the, out of the room and we're in the kitchen and we hear belly laughs from him in the next that's room. That's so great. So horse feathers. And, um, I think at night at the races is next. So that's been kind of our, we're binging our way through the, uh, Mark's brothers, which is the one Mark's. That you can enjoy. That's the; those are the <laughs> yeah. good Marx Marxists yeah. Uh, yeah. who haven't killed anybody. Um, right. Carl's not a laugh frequently. a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so that's. Uh, I guess that's
4: mainly. That's what good, Jerry. Mention. That's a very nice that's mix. That's good. I like it.
3: Good. Always a pleasure, Jerry. Thanks to see for being you, with Jer. us for you. always appreciate In your insight. Well. God bless. And you as well, Jerry Boyer, the Maker versus the Takers. What Jesus really said about social justice and economics. It's his newest book. Also, the podcast Meeting of Minds can find him uh, all over social media as he is here as he is there
6: correct can you make sure it is cleaned up
4: restaurant week has sanjay's tables jam packed
6: the-
11: he
4: needs more servers to keep these new customers coming back
11: let's keep these tables turning as fast as possible
8: okay gonna
4: need to hustle indeed can help him hire great people fast
8: i need indeed
4: Indeed, you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your
10: first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
3: Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and luxurious at the store, but then you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at My Pillow found out that about 2006 towels changed forever. They started importing them and they added softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel really good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton, and they come with a MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. A six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, regularly $109.99 now, just $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including... The towels, enter promo code word or call 800-391-0954. But right now, mypillow.com promo code is word.
6: Any supplier can drop a box outside your door. But if you want a partner who delivers great customer service too, rely on Centos. your dedicated service reps can deliver what you need to help your business run smoothly from essential cleaning products to hygienically cleaned apparel. Fire protection services to first aid and safety supplies. That service you can't get from a box. Oh, I'm ready. Visit sintos.com and get ready for the workday. We've all been
8: thinking a lot lately about the air we breathe. QDOT has been thinking about it for over 100 years, providing big HVAC solutions for the commercial industry, including healthcare, where air quality is paramount. Does your home deserve any less? For affordable solutions, including their new bipolar ionizer, which may eliminate up to 99.4% of airborne viruses, including SARS-CoV-2. Breathe easier with QDOT. Call 412-366-6200 or visit q-dot.com.
13: This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness, so why are we at war with each other? It turns out the Christian faith is completely realistic about human nature. Faith gives us the tools to examine ourselves and imagine a better future. Join us for worship at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, for our sermon series, What's Wrong With Us? Learn more at fpcp.org. Your water intake, Kath.
4: I try to be good about it, John. I got my water right here. Yeah, it's, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know how, how, how. I don't know how much I'm supposed to be having,
3: so I can't really grade myself. Yeah, I think that kind of comes and goes. But I'm, I'm seeing some, something today in study finds, and they're saying, of course, that staying hydrated over the course of your lifetime cuts the risk of heart problems. So it's Does not it? just a week of drinking water okay. or a month or whatever, but if you start early drinking water whatever that age is, and continue on the rest of your life, generally, the study finds, you'll have a healthier heart Is that right? than the general population. I've never heard
4: that. I mean, I'd heard In that it's mind. better for your overall health. Yeah. I didn't know it would mitigate heart issues. Right. Now, to be brutally honest, before I had a kidney stone, I didn't drink much water at all. I drank a lot. But I drank a lot of iced tea. tea. That was like morn till night. Mm-hmm. It was tea all the time. And then, of course, once you have that, for those of you who've experienced that lovely experience, uh, or you've experienced that lovely thing, uh, is better to say it's as I have uh, said in the past. Clarifying
3: mm-hmm. some water helps. The it does
4: bring a lot of things into focus. Flush. You think, okay, I don't think I ever want to experience that again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to drink myself into oblivion, and it's going to be. Spring water, purified water, but it's going to be water until I can't stand it anymore. So
3: you're helping kidney stones to yes. stay away and uh-huh. apparently you're helping a healthy heart.
4: I th- That's good to know. How do you feel about your water intake? Uh, pretty
3: good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, generally it's what I've, you know, for years I drank soda. Sure. Well, it's didn't we all? That's my go-to. Yeah, of course. But, you know, yeah.
4: I'm, Are you off soda completely now?
3: Uh, occasionally I'll have a soda. Like we had company uh, on yeah. Saturday. Uh, I had a soda.
4: Yeah. I kind of like that because it's like like I went out for dinner on Saturday. Yeah. I had a soda. It's a treat. It's a treat. But right. I don't drink it at home anymore.
3: However, the weird thing is when you don't drink it and then you drink it, you go, holy smokes, is that sweet. It's really sweet. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay. But, but you I still know, love it. You know what I've substituted? Hmm. Did I tell you this? No. Arnold Palmer.
3: Okay, well, I love Arnold Palmer. It's delicious. Are you drinking what, the uh, the brand? Like yes, an, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The Arnold Palmer yeah. brand. Yeah, so it's it is delicious. It
4: has sugar. It also has sorbitol in it. So Great. it's got natural sugar and artificial sugar both, which is, you know, it's very very delicious. Oh, it's excellent. But I really like it. There's sugar in there. Yeah, and there is. You know. Yeah.
3: They also have diet Arnold Palmer.
4: Uh, I, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Anyway. There's only light and diet. There's no regular right, right, right.
3: version of it. Right. So, but isn't Arnold Palmer itself? I mean, it's just iced tea and lemonade mixed yeah. together. Some people. Our friend
4: it. Bob Long, his favorite drink of all time.
3: Of course,
4: mm-hmm. I always think of him when I have it, which is daily.
3: But drink your love water, love you, Bob. Drink your water. We are.
7: Everywhere. on your radio at 101.5 W O R D F M Pittsburgh at WordFM.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey.
2: With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. We could see lower gasoline prices soon. President Biden ordering the release of one million barrels of oil per day from the nation's strategic petroleum reserve for six months. That in a bid to control energy prices. Ukraine's state-owned nuclear power company says Russian soldiers are leaving the damaged Chernobyl nuclear power plant. Operator says the quick exit comes after soldiers got, quote, significant doses of radiation from digging trenches at the highly contaminated site. In the meantime, NATO's secretary general says Russia simply can never be trusted. Severe storms in the south being blamed for at least two deaths, both in Florida. Damage reported in parts of Louisiana, Mississippi, and Tennessee. This is SRN News.
10: My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year.
3: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com
8: slash commercials. Year after year, it's the same routine. Drop off the taxes, pick up the taxes, leave a check. Maybe it's time to work with a business CPA who is less transactional and more relational. For Mike Radich and the team at MGR CPA and Consultants, it's about more than crunching the numbers. It's about getting the advice you need for complex tax issues and business solutions. It's just a better return. MGR CPA and Consultants. Honesty. Integrity. Always. At MGRCPA.com.
4: Why Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name.
3: Doing It Right uses only top quality materials and employs only experienced installation and management people to install and oversee your project.
4: Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over 45 years of industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way.
3: Doing It Right does business honestly, taking no money down and collecting balance upon completion.
4: You will receive a lifetime labor warranty from Doing It Right.
3: Doing It Right does all work to manufacturers, National Roofing Contractors Association, and Vinyl Siding Institute guidelines and specifications for a complete and headache-free installation.
4: Doing It Right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor and James Hardy Preferred Contractor.
3: Most importantly, they're affordable, offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards.
4: Be sure to mention John and Kathy for a discount off your roofing, siding, and remodeling estimates.
3: Call 724-NEW-ROOF or find them at roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com
10: that's done right call doing
8: it right train up a child in the way they should go well
5: We'll see cloudy skies tonight with a few showers late below 37. Tomorrow, cooler with a couple showers of rain or snow, the high 44. Partly cloudy skies for tomorrow night, low 28. On Saturday, warmer with sun followed by increasing clouds, the high 53. And Saturday night, we'll see an evening shower but otherwise mostly cloudy overnight, the low 38. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Grace Miratori.
0: Welcome
2: to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios.
3: And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today for the Thursday edition. This week is going super fast, is it not? Quickly flying by. Thursday already. Christy said no.
4: For her, it's going slowly, which is a
3: shame. Time is weird. Anyway, I've been thinking about, of course, and, and reading along because... You know, that, that shock of the craziness at Saturday night's Oscar thing. Sunday night. Or Sunday night. Yeah. Did I say Thursday? You said Saturday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday? That's why the week's going fast. I don't know what day it is. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, that's awesome. Anyway, um, so they they hand out these um, these bags, these gift bags. And this oh, year. Oh, like, I, I like, I've always been interested
4: in those treat bag
3: things. Yeah, well, this year. Everybody the bags, gets them who goes
4: to the Oscars? No, no, no. No.
3: worth (gasps) of stuff in the gift bag. And uh, now, because it's the Oscars, it's a very small group. Um, There were only 28 people who received these gift bags. Okay. The uh, five nominees for Best Actress, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Director, as well as the three hosts. Uh, But... I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here. The most expensive item in this year's bag, listen to this, is a $50,000 three-night stay at the Turin Castle in Scotland, inspired by Denzel Washington's Best Actor nomination for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Guests who accept the offer will have full access to the 17th century castle, complete with butler service and a bagpiper when they uh, arrive. Mm-hmm.
4: And you can tell them to leave if you don't like the bagpipe. I like a bagpipe. It's enjoyable.
3: The bagpipe also includes a $12,000 Celebrity Arms liposuction procedure. Are you kidding me? From cosmetic surgeon Dr. Thomas Sue. You get liposuction. (laughs) Uh, The title of Lord or Lady of Glencoe, along with a small plot of land in Scotland. $25,000 worth of home renovations from the Los Angeles based Mason Construction Company.
4: Thank goodness, because how else could they afford
3: such a thing? Now, come on. Okay, imagine? so
4: these are all donated things.
3: Yeah. Well, they're because, you know, they, I'm sure that. They're, right, because.
4: They're and why doesn't the castle want Denzel Washington to show up there?
3: Well, they will, because he's one of the nominees. Sure, right? that's what I mean. But. $25,000 worth of home renovations. That's uh, that's so crazy. Well, in Pittsburgh, it would go, it would go a distance. Right. Can you and imagine what
4: it's going to do in, like, Bel Air?
3: They'd fix your gutter.
4: Malibu, they'd, like, work on a step and well, say, exactly, we'll do right? the other nine whenever you pay the rest.
3: I like this. An assortment of flavor-wrapped popcorn packages from O oh Pop Pop. Great. Very nice. Up to $10,000 worth of treatments and rejuvenation procedures from a plastic surgeon. Constantine Isn't that sad? Plastic Isn't that surgery. sad
4: that we have two gifts of, like, multi-thousand-dollar gifts of plastic well, surgery? Well, are the beautiful people. They so are they the beautiful say, right? people.
3: Here's, here's another nice one. A $15,000 four-night stay for two at the Golden Door Luxury Resort and Spa in Encino, California. A small-batch tea gift from Oprah approved the Thai chai box. And a $1,200 life coaching session with wellness expert Coyote Joseph. <laughs> I don't need that. Okay, I, so I want to go to Scotland. Wait, That's you know what else. would be funny hmm.
4: is we could come up with like our version of the basket. Like hmm. someone comes to be on the ride home and this is the basket they get, which would be different.
3: Here's what they get. Some books yep. and some CDs.
4: And a pat on the back right? and a sincere thank you. Here's
3: the deal, though, about that gift box, gift bags. Yeah. Uh, they are technically um, taxable income. Oh. So you accept that. Then you've got to get your you know, high-priced it. IRS uh That's okay. They can, they can
4: afford it. I mean, it must be hard to – and I'm putting that, I guess, in air quotes – to to be that wealthy, because what kind of gifts can anyone give you? Right. Because there's nothing you can't buy. So, what does Tom Brady get for Christmas?
3: Yeah, nothing. You well, know what I mean? Would you, why would he like, want anything? It's just uh, no. Everything. You reach a point where you're going to go. I'm giving away things. Don't don't give me anything. I want to give right. away money. I want to give away encourage. I want to you know help sure. people. Right. Who needs that? I mean, who needs more stuff? I mean, haven't you reached the saturation point in your life? Yeah, well, Pretty well much. believe
4: me, I spent six months cleaning out my house. Exactly.
3: I mean, what you want now instead of stuff is experiences. Right, right. Right, so I'd like to go to a, a Scotland Castle. Sure, that would be a lot of fun. Right? I don't need liposuction. Right. Well, maybe I do need it, but I don't want it.
4: <laughs> He's not getting it, Christy. Kay?
3: Get that needle thing away from me. Can you imagine having liposuction? Wait. No. No. I can't. What, what's that like? like it, and, what, I and doesn't it just get replaced with know. others? Like what? I don't know. That doesn't I seem. I know to... nothing about plastic surgery. Just, I know it when I see it. Just feel like, yeah, you know it when you see it. <laughs> that's what I know. Isn't that sad? Right? Which is, I mean, I don't know. I guess the wealthy have different concerns than you and I, calf. Right? Yeah, well, I'm sure that that's. I'm sure that's true. Anyway, the gift bag. The swag bag. All right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Whatever. Come on come on by. We'll give you a book and uh, some CDs. And a pat on the back and okay. a sincere thank you. Right.
4: Erica Anderson coming up next. Corporate America marks another milestone. Now, if you live in a state that has outlawed or restricted abortion, they'll pay for your travel so you can go to a neighboring state and get one.
3: This is part of your benefits at work. WORD. Some people hope that a book or
12: seminar by a fresh new philosopher will help them grow spiritually. But it's only when you turn to Christ that you will find genuine spiritual blessings. The question is how do you access those blessings? John MacArthur helps you find out in his study called Complete in Christ here on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on
13: 101.5 WORD. I'm about to compare a pepper shaker to a cash-out refinance. Hang with me. You know when you're at a restaurant and they ask, would you like some fresh ground pepper? And then they crank that giant tube but almost nothing comes out? For me, only a certain amount of time is socially acceptable to wait. I know that getting that pepper out might make my life better but it just seems too impossible. And that's what we hear people say about the cash-out refinance. People realize that the value of their home has gone up like hot pepper the last few years, leaving all this extra money sitting inside their home. But is it too hard to get out? It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and we are a family mortgage team committed to Word FM. If you're interested in cashing out the extra pepper in your home, we're good at doing all the work while you just sit back and relax. And often, your mortgage payment and years in the loan will stay the same. If you'd like to hear about your options, go to UnitedFaithMortgage.com.
9: We are United United Faith Mortgage. Mortgage.
0: United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. MLS number 1330, Department of Banking, Mortgage Lender License number 22672. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host, Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker, Dinesh D'Souza. On the Stand with Israel tour, November 30th through December 9th, 2022. Journey through the Holy Land with two of the most respected political commentators of today. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float on the Dead Sea, and take a boat out into the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519 to book today.
8: Train up a child in the way they should go.
3: work for a company, you you get benefits, right? Your health care, your dental, your vision, things like that. I mean, it's pretty standard here in America for most people who work, especially for larger corporations. Well, there's a new wrinkle in corporate America, and here to talk to us about that is Erica Anderson. She's a, a writer, a mother of two living in Indianapolis, author of Leaving Cloud Nine, and also host of the podcast, Worth Your Time. Erica, welcome back to the show.
4: Hi, thank you so much. Erica, this is, like John said, a whole new way of looking at benefits, Um, but this is in response to um, the recent law that was passed in Texas protecting uh, unborn children from abortion. I believe it starts at six weeks of gestation, Um, but Citigroup Mm -hmm. has decided, you know, they do business all around the country, all around the world. They decided that they're going to give a benefit to employees who work in Texas. Can you tell us about it?
10: Yeah, so I, I think this was recently announced, and in their attempt, I guess, to show their progressive credentials to, you know, to the rest of corporate, decided that their health insurance plans are going to include um, money that will cover accommodations and travel for individuals, employees that live in Texas um, that want to get abortions but can't um and you know it's just it kind of looks like they're just kind of trying to show off uh what what they you know how progressive they are but that is what they have announced and included and seem to be very proud of
3: jeez i mean i'm sure a tiny percentage of people are going to take them up on this but it does feel like window dressing doesn't it more often than not although i guess some people will take this uh, take this and go and have an abortion on corporate dollars
10: yeah i mean i do think it's yeah, you, know, you know, it is going to be a small percentage of people. It is, I think, more about them saying something about themselves. And, and I, I think even I, I want to, you know, it seems to be linked back to their CEO, um, who uh, is a female. And what, what I discovered in reporting this uh, story is that uh, most of the big companies that are kind of being brazen about, uh, you know, covering abortion and things like that, Those CEOs are female, which is just, it's ironic to me that that's the case, but uh, I think she was trying to show off a little bit and led the way with this. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I understand that. At the same time, I understand that, you know, every statistic I've seen shows that the American public does not agree with Citigroup um, on this issue and that they, I I think the vast majority, I don't know if it's vast, but I I believe the majority of Americans have weighed in and said that they think that abortion should be restricted in the second and third trimester. Um, So maybe you can comment on that, Erica, and how you see the difference in the average American and the cultural elites making these decisions.
10: Yeah, I mean, I think obviously in the media and um, in the corporate world, the voices on the far left are very loud. And, you know, you would think if that's all you were looking at that this represents America. But like you said, when you look at the polling, most people in this country do support abortion restrictions um, on second and third trimester abortions. And so but but they don't want to talk about that. The media doesn't want to talk about that. But, you know, corporate America doesn't want to talk about that. Because the moment that one of them admits that they believe in any kind of restriction, they they know that's a trickle down to having to define what is a person and why is it wrong, you know, today and not tomorrow. And so... Um, they steer clear of even going near that conversation because it will put them in a catch-22 that they they just can't get out of. Right.
3: Okay, so during our 4 o'clock hour, Erica, we had an economist with us, and, uh, you know, like a lot of people, he owns stock in various companies. He showed up via Zoom, of course, because most shareholder meetings now are still being held, you know, uh, remotely. But he says, well, you know, I, I owe just a little bit of stock. And if you own one share of stock, you're invited to the shareholder meeting. So he's able to speak up and talk about things which, you know, are important to believers. Now, what he said, it was what you're saying as well, is that, you know, the far left, they are extremely vocal in trying to, you know, pin corporate CEOs down into their activist positions. But at the same time, believers and people on the right, choose not to speak up i mean i guess that's probably the big problem is that we tend to you know shake our head in disgust but we are not um actively pursuing some sort of righteousness here especially in corporate america if you have stock in citibank then you could show up at the shareholder meeting and speak up
10: yeah i mean i think that's a wonderful idea and a great way to make your voice heard i mean i think this issue specifically is one that is um you know you're less likely to get canceled speaking about uh, I know people are always worried about being canceled and they're fear, fearful for their own jobs um, for being you know blamed for being too politically vocal about something. but I, I mean that's a great example of a way that people should speak up and I, and I would want to encourage people to to do that like employees of Citibank maybe maybe there would be like a cohort of people that could, say something like we're seeing happen um, at Disney, we're seeing a cohort of people that are conservative Christian uh, folks that are, don't agree with the direction that Disney's going to. And, you know, Disney doesn't seem to want to respect anything they're saying, but they are still rising up and speaking out. And I, and that is one of the biggest messages I kind of want to carry right now is that we have to, we can't be afraid of being called names. We can't be afraid of of the things that are going to be sent our way, because we have to stand up for what we believe in. It matters more than anything right now. Yeah.
3: Okay, so Erica, t- talk about your work. I mean, you know, introducing you, you're a writer, you're a podcaster. Is the basis of all this, you know, in some ways, sort of old school investigative journalism? Is that where you're focusing on?
10: Um. Well, I. With with the topics that I cover. So I'll just make something in the news and the headlines and I'll think, man, I've got something to say about this. Um, So it's sort of opinion journalism, I guess you would say, um, in that respect. So um, I'm I'm coming from I'm coming at things from a particular viewpoint, but certainly want to make sure I have all the good data and evidence to back up my arguments.
4: (laughs) Last question for you, Erica. Um, Talk about what you know about the stats in Texas since the uh, law has been passed. Has it made a difference or are people just driving out of state?
10: Yeah, it's definitely made a difference. So um, I I believe that in the month after the law was passed, like the abortions were, like recorded abortions were down by like 50%. Mm. And so it's hard to get really good data after just a month or even it it usually takes about a year for the industry to sort of calculate these things and really have hard, solid numbers. But those are the numbers that I found. And so, yes, people are driving out of state. I actually reported another story um, about this, about uh, abortion clinics across state lines being completely flooded uh, with people coming in from Texas but the fact of the matter is mm, a lot of people aren't going to do that or be able to do that and so it's going to result in a lot more babies being born that would have been aborted and so with that comes other concerns and and I've been one who says hey let's make sure that we're uh keeping up our donations and support for those pregnancy centers all over the state because they are going to need more support than ever um, but, yeah, I mean, more lives are, are saved because of this law, and that's a good
3: thing. That's very good. Erica, you do good work. Uh, thanks a lot. We, we appreciate reading your work, and uh, your podcast is well done as well. So thanks so much for all that.
10: Thank you so much.
3: Our pleasure. Erica Anderson, E-R-I-C-K-A Anderson. Uh, she's a freelance writer, uh, leaving leading cloud nine. She's the author of that and host of Worth Your Time. It's your podcast. Check her out online, EricaAnderson.com. Thank <laughs> you.
4: Are you a real estate investor looking to refinance one or more of your properties? Most lenders only work with cookie cutter W-2 borrowers. At Cash Call Mortgage, we have loans designed specifically for investment properties. We qualify customers based on the cash flow from the investment property. Borrowers can get up to $2.5 million. That's right, $2.5 million. No tax returns or employment verification needed for our investment property loans, and absolutely no lender or broker fees. If you're a real estate investor looking to refinance a mortgage on one or more of your investment properties, give Cash. Call Mortgage a try. To see if you qualify, visit CashCallMortgage.com or
10: call now. 800-940-7998. That's 800-940-7998. 800-940-7998.
8: Cash Call Mortgage is a DBA of Impact Mortgage Corp. NMLS ID 128231. Not all applicants will qualify. Equal housing lender. Licensed by California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. Residential Mortgage Lending Act. License number 4131083. Not licensed in all states including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Or visit CashCallMortgage.com. Creation Festival 2022 is your summer destination, June 29th through July 2nd at Agape Farm, Shirley's Burn, PA, featuring Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, Bethel Music, Newsboys, Dante Bo, Red, and many more. Creation Festival, a tribute to our creator. Come for the day or the entire event and go home changed. Compassion International presents Creation Festival. Get half-off tickets now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com creation. McQueen Building Company. When it comes to your child's education, consistency is key. And in a world that's been anything but, parents have found an unshakable educational partner in Eden Christian Academy, where students experience an engaging, rock-solid Christian education at each of their three North Hills campuses, enabling them to thrive academically, spiritually, and socially. Schedule a personal tour today and see what a consistent, quality pre-K through 12th grade education can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org.
7: 101.5 W-O-R-D-F-M Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word
4: FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Pittsburgh, one of America's top 10 most livable cities. We're also on another top 10 list you might be less familiar with, Human trafficking where women are enslaved and sold like property in the criminal sex trade. But the good news is that Refuge for Women is now here in our city, the largest nonprofit faith-based organization of its kind, providing up to two years of safe housing and round-the-clock care for women escaping sexual exploitation. Learn how you can help at refugeforwomen.org Pittsburgh.
5: We'll see cloudy skies tonight with a few showers late, the low 37. Tomorrow, cooler with a couple showers of rain or snow, the high 44. Hardly cloudy skies for tomorrow night, low 28. On Saturday, warmer with sun followed by increasing clouds, the high 53. And Saturday night, we'll see an evening shower but otherwise mostly cloudy overnight, the low 38. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Grace (laughs) Muratori.
4: Does this make sense? Does what make sense? Hymn
3: books. Why'd you prop this up.
4: Now, let me just break in and say for people who go to a, perhaps a non-denom church, or maybe they don't go to church, they're listening to this. A hymn book is like the hardbound book that you would find in a church building that would have the classic hymns of the faith. It would have like, Great is Thy Faithfulness, or Holy, 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 or... Praise ye the Lord, the Almighty. And it would be in the four parts, right? The soprano, alto, tenor, bass. Does that make sense, John?
3: It makes perfect sense. I love myself. It's a good hymn book. Yeah, yeah. We have one sitting at home on my wife's piano. Mm -hmm. And it is theology and song. And I love hymns. So I'm always happy to... Page through? Yeah, especially at the church I go to... They have old hymn books. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the bindings are, you know. Yeah, falling apart kind of. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of people over the years have been singing those hymns. Mm, Thumb through there. I think that's very powerful. I love a hymn book. What about if if
4: your church sang hymns but didn't have a hymn book, just showed them up on the screen?
3: Okay, but, you know, you're missing something. Now, I can't read music, but it doesn't matter to me. You know, I stand next to my wife. She's got a, a good voice, and I, you know. Follow along. Try to, like, you know, yeah. Not a her voice. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> so, I, but I like to see the words with the music together. Yeah. I want to see the composer, I want to see, you know, all the, sure. the, the when the hymn was written, mm-hmm. all the ancillary right. information. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Okay. Does it make sense to you? It sure does. Right, John. Good. Okay, fabulous. It sure
4: does. And here's why. Huh. Because of everything you said, I just second it all. Oh, good. I really do. I just, I like the history of holding it. Yep. I like the information it imparts.
3: All that and It's
4: more than just the lyrics on the screen. And I like the fact that people can sing in parts. I agree. Okay, great. We agree.
3: All right, does this make sense? Shag carpet. Shag carpet. I went to a buddy's house the other day. Mm -hmm. He's a young hipster. Yeah. He had shag carpet. It's back. He called, he said to me, this is the new shag. Mm -hmm. The new shag. I'm like, it looks to me like the old shag. It's very... It was clean. Right. It was Not lime... Not for long, I'll tell you that. It was lime green.
4: Oh, wow. Okay.
3: Lime green. To be honest, it made sense to me. It looked pretty good. And he was kind of hips st- sitting there in his bare feet. I liked it. I welcome it back. Mm-hmm. Go shag carpet. It makes perfect sense. No, you're this completely is-
4: wrong. Come on. No, there's no there's no place for shag carpet, John. I'll what? tell you right now, there's no place for it. It's a it's just it's a dirt grabber.
3: That's why you have a vacuum cleaner.
4: Nah, no, no vacuum can get in there. You know how dense that is.
3: Well, if you have a pet. Nope. Oh yeah. Nah,
4: you no, know, we should just not. We should. I just, like shag. We shouldn't vote in favor of it, you guys. Don't like the do it. Book
3: too.
7: WORD
12: Some people hope that a book or seminar by a fresh new philosopher will help them grow spiritually. But it's only when you turn to Christ that you will find genuine spiritual blessings. The question is, how do you access those blessings? John MacArthur helps you find out in his study called Complete in Christ, here on Grace To You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD.
8: Train up a child in the way they should go, well...
0: Debt Management.
2: The credit card debt happened when my daughter was born. I was using one credit card account to roll over into another credit card account, and it was snowballing.
0: If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800- 936-5496. When
2: I first called Trinity, the representative understood the need based on the situation. They were great people to work with. From the first phone call that I made, they had me on a track to mitigate the credit card debt.
0: will consolidate your accounts into one easy to manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands.
2: Working with Trinity gave me the ability to save thousands of dollars. My name's Doug, and thanks to Trinity, I'm debt free for keeps.
0: Call Trinity at 1 800 936 5496. That's 1 800 936 5496.
8: If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7, 365, and your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. Come today.
3: Wait, we were just talking about the Oscar bags
7: mm-hmm.
3: filled with all the swag. Yeah, I did not know this. Uh, a sharp-eared listener sent us this: that uh, Denise Johnson Clemens, uh, her turtle pretzels. Shining at the Oscars was a dream come true. The Claritin woman makes sweet treats in her home-based ref- registered bakery called Delightfuls. The goodies made their way into swag bags at the ninety-fourth uh, Academy Awards. Well, how great is that? That is super cool. Denise Johnson Clemens. Delightfuls. What? So turtles. So that's uh
4: pecans and yeah, caramel, I mean, right? I love a turtle. But mm. you love a turtle? I haven't had a turtle in a long time, mm. but I mean, how how could you hate those things put together? You
3: got to love a turtle. That's fabulous.
4: That's congratulations to her. Excellent.
3: That's very very good news. I love that. Okay, um so we had company over over the weekend and I, you know, you do prep work for company, right? Mm-hmm. And I am thinking about that. I like right? the fact you call it company still. What's company? Mm-hmm. Well, what would it be? I don't know. We had people over. We had people over. No, you're having company. No, I like I like company.
4: Christy, do you ever use that
3: word? No, see, right, yeah. That... she lives in a basement. She's not having company. Right. Okay, I have
4: people over, but it's but it's like <laughs> people under. She, but she has people. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, You know the Sebastian Maniscalco bit about when you have when you have company over. Yeah, right. Yeah, good. Sorry, that was that was uh, Is that a cultural
3: thing. Though? I mean, you, know, you don't have company.
4: I don't think I would say that anymore. Huh. But it just makes me think of his bit and it makes me laugh. I, I love like, it. I like having I love it. it. So, you're company of. Okay.
3: All right. So, when you're preparing for company, of course, you know, mm-hmm. you're doing some prep work and stuff. True. Anyway, it makes you love, like, so when I, you know, did all this work and the house was, you know, at its finest, I would say.
4: The best it's going to get.
3: Pretty much. Yeah. This is it. I know that feeling. Right. This, this is, this is this where is, we are. Right. You look around, at least I do, and I go, I like this Mm -hmm. and I'm going to try to keep this, of course. Yes, it's clean,
4: clean like this.
3: The big thing for me is clutter. I, you know, I think anyway, I saw an article about 10 simple things to make you happier at home. Oh, okay. Here's the number one thing, which I think goes hand in hand. And I'm surprised that people don't do this. Number one thing.
4: Make your bed. Yes, is that right? I
3: mean, make your bed. It's such a good make your be- feeling.
4: Don't you feel better after you Listen, make your
3: bed? My mom. Oh, there is no way right. you, you make were getting your out bed. of the No, you right. made your bed. Right. right. Make your bed. Right. You make your bed. Mm-hmm. Of
4: course, I never go without bed. bed. i very rarely. If I I was sick last week, I didn't make my bed that day. But that's it's like that's an outlier. But
3: like when you walk by your bedroom and oh, you see the unmade bed, you go. I hate myself. Me too. Make can't your stand bed. It. it just feels good to make your bed. Um, bring every room back to ready. All right. So they say um, she learned this trip, uh, this trick from Marilyn Paul's clever book. It's hard to make a difference when you can't find your keys. It's a known fact that clutter. I know this to be true in my own life. Clutter cars causes stress, mm-hmm. and sure. order creates a haven from it. Yeah. The mood boosting routine is simple. Take about three minutes to bring each room back to ready mm-hmm. before you depart, unless you have a toddler. Three minutes should be sufficient, right? Right. Your magazines, yep. your pillows, fold your blanket, whatever. Just have the room right. in ready. So I you do walk, that every day. I like that very, very much. Mm-hmm. It's very good. This is good. Display sentimental items around your home. Yeah. Do you have that? Of course. My wife said she was at someone's house. Oh, I know. We were talking about... My wife was friends with an artist in New York City. Her name was Doris. And she would talk about visiting Doris on the Upper West Side. Now, at the time, probably my wife was in her 20s, and she met, friends, she met Doris through friends. My wife was probably in her 20s, and Doris was in her 80s. And Doris was an artist living in a very nice apartment. And she would say, I would visit Doris, and we would have a gin and tonic, and go to her rooftop garden. But she said in her apartment, everything was very specific. There was a piece of sculpture. Mm. There was a painting. There was, you know, a, the bookcase. Everything was very specific to the look of the room. Now, we try to do that, right? Mm-hmm. But more often than not, you know, we just clutter our room with a bunch of stuff. Right. But she said there were, you know, small family photos, things that meant something. So when you look around and see like at Doris's place, there were all these different sentimental objects that were a window, you know, into. And so Doris would sit there and tell my wife's stories about her life. My husband was in Germany. He did this. Then we you know, came to America and here we are in New York city. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. that yeah, sentimental yeah. objects. Yep. That's pretty common. Do you think?
4: Yep. Mm-hmm. I hope so.
3: Okay. Um, if you can't get out of it, get into it. Okay, so they're basically saying for a lot of you, you can't, unless you've got a maid, you can't get out of doing dishes.
4: Oh, so just do it and get it over with. Enjoy and en- it. And enjoy the fact that it's, you know, I- I'm telling you, after I got back from Guatemala and I was without, we were in so many places that didn't have water. Yeah. Doing dishes for me, it seriously, it is not that big of a deal. Right. It isn't. I don't, and I'm not trying to sound like I'm like so much more evolved. It's not that. It's just that I, when I'm doing it, I'm like, this oh makes, my gosh. It this makes you feel better. Is, it, I'm so happy we have water to do this. Yeah,
3: yeah. I. Agree. Okay, so when we had company over on Saturday and I was cleaning, you know, on Friday, that like there were things like, we have a china closet. you have a china closet, right?
4: No, not anymore.
3: Oh, you don't? Oh, you get rid of it? Yeah. Our, you, I give it to our friends. Oh, well, we have a china closet. So, you know, it's filled with, like, china that you use, like... Sure. But in there, there were, like, some things, like a couple of platters. Like, I directed a, a kid's play. They gave me, like, this platter of... it's Thank cool. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was a turtle that I got from Guatemala. I pulled those out of there and and displayed them prominently because they're hidden.
4: Right. That's very good. I'm glad you did that. Things are hidden. Yeah. I just found a bolt of fabric oh, that I got when I, I talking about Guatemala again in Guatemala, right? And I pulled it out; it had kind of fallen. I, like I had it displayed, and it kind of fell by anyway. I pulled. I thought, why? Why, why is, am I doing this? Why am I not looking at this every day in my life?
3: Life is short. Yep. Time is short. Right. Do small favors for your housemates and expect nothing in return.
4: Oh boy! Mm-hmm. Do the dishes when no one asks. That's you, right. Nothing. Puts them,
3: Not even a thank you. Mow the lawn for your husband, but don't expect him to pat you on the back. Make the bed for your wife, but don't try to get bonus points for it. Take the trash out for your roommate just because. The ability to cultivate strong, healthy relationships is one of the biggest contributors to health and happiness. That's so good. Right? Do it and don't expect anything. Hey, good job. No, just do it. Call at least one friend or family member each day.
4: Wow, that would be a lot of calling, right?
3: One a day. Yeah, I'm driving into work. I've got 15 minutes. Yep. You get on the phone. I did connect. that during COVID, mm-hmm. but I, what I, fa- well, COVID's still going on. Thanks. Um, this is a non-secular. This is a secular, you know, mm-hmm. article I'm reading. Spend a few minutes each day connecting with something greater than yourself. Great. Oh. Be Do in it. prayer.
4: Yes. Not Please. a few minutes. Yep.
3: Spend more than a few minutes.
4: Yeah. but if but, but if you got but, a few minutes, spend, then few spend minutes. a few minutes.
3: I agree. I mean, just simple things. I don't know, and, I, and some of these things you just do naturally, mm-hmm. right, or you have to. But do. But some
4: of the things you don't do naturally, and if you get in the habit of doing them, then it, like it says, might improve your happiness at home.
3: Right. Okay. So like, my mom was like, you know, like a lot of women of that era, she was fastidious. Now my sisters, they would complain about that nonstop. Because that's how she raised them. Mm-hmm. But you go into their houses. Same thing now. Same thing. Yeah. It's like walking back. It. Yeah, that's how they were raised. They, right. You know, they've been doing that all their lives. I don't know. A clean house feels good, doesn't it? it really does. My house hasn't been clean in three months. Well, you, you don't have a house I'll right have, now. That's no, right. You're kind of falling down. I have a. I have a floor. I'm not coming over. Because <laughs> I'm not company. Coming up next. Are Who's you company?
4: Are you sick of office jargon? What's off? Are joint? you sick of We need to get to the bottom line. We need a robust strategy. We need to raise awareness. You see that it? around here?
7: I found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation.
8: Alcoholism can affect any family. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's
3: drinking? Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 866 or visit alanon.org hope. Why doing it right? Roofing, siding, remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name.
4: Doing it right uses only top quality materials and employs only experienced installation and management people to install and oversee your project.
3: Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over four 45 years of industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way.
4: Doing it right does business honestly, taking no money down and collecting balance upon completion.
3: You'll receive a lifetime labor warranty from Doing It Right.
4: Doing It Right does all work to manufacturers, National Roofing Contractors Association, and Vinyl Siding Institute guidelines and specifications for a complete and headache-free
3: installation. Doing It Right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor and James Hardy Preferred Contractor.
4: Most importantly, they're affordable, offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards.
3: Be sure to mention John and Kathy for a discount off your roofing, siding, and
13: remodeling estimates.
4: Call 724 new roof. Roof or find them at RoofingContractorPittsburgh.com.
13: I'm about to compare a pepper shaker to a cash out refinance. Hang with me. You know, when you're at a restaurant and they ask, would you like some fresh ground pepper? And then they crank that giant tube, but almost nothing comes out. For me, only a certain amount of time is socially acceptable to wait. I know that getting that pepper out might make my life better, but it just seems too impossible. And that's what we hear people say about the cash-out refinance. People realize that the value of their home has gone up like hot pepper the last few years, leaving all this extra money sitting inside their home. But is it too hard to get out? It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. If you're interested in cashing out the extra pepper in your home, we're good at doing all the work while you just sit back and relax. And often, your mortgage payment and years in the loan will stay the same. If you'd like to hear about your options...
9: We... Our United, United Faith Mortgage. Faith
8: mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Meadow, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Or Corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah.
3: I had
1: somebody ask me the other day if this is my real voice. Word FM presents a night out with comedian Chad Thornsberry. Like if I had the talent to do voices, this is the one I'm picking. 7 p.m. May 20th at Impact Christian Church Moon Township. A buddy of mine, he's a comic, he's from Australia, and talks like, wow, did you hear that accent? I bet that means he is great with women. And they hear me talk. I was like, wow, did you hear that accent? I bet that means
8: he can fix my tractor. General admission, just $30 each. Tickets on sale now. Which I can, but that's not the point. <laughs> not at WordFM.com slash nightout.
7: Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com. The word fm app, iHeart, tune in and on Odyssey. In your car or at home too, at 101.5 W-O-R-D-F-M Pittsburgh.
3: We um here at the corporation we recently received a first a request and then later more of a directive to take a online survey of the corporation mhm which was anonymous but it really wasn't because the questions were you know specific to you and your workplace
4: and you were responding from your computer
3: right and then so the, you know there was like at first it was like Oh, I really don't want to do a survey because then people are going to know, you know, whatever I'm talking about, and I can't be particularly honest about that. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of confirmation or consternation about that, I should say. Mm-hmm. And then it became like a follow-up: Hey, you guys haven't done your survey yet, and we want to, you know, assuage your fears about anything that would be considered anonymous. That you, you know, should have confidence in that. And of course, it, it did not. But within that. So I finally took the survey. I figured what. Sure, right. would take the survey. All right, what are you going to do? No, I'm going like right. to die on this hill. Right. Don't take the survey hill. <laughs> Some people did. Right. They chose to die on that hill. Fine, whatever. They're no longer here. i only kidding. <laughs> They're here. <laughs> but within that survey, man, it was thick with corporate speak. Was it? Oh, my okay. God. Okay. Well, you didn't take it? No. <laughs> I you forgot. So I forgot. Sorry. You forgot. You guys. Sorry. Christy, did you take sorry. it? I took it. Yeah, good.
4: Sorry, Russ, if you're listening. I'm Two just, out I, of three. I just want to apologize. Two right. out of
3: three. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to report you to corporate. Good. Okay. Well, since <laughs> I since I'm to. talking
4: about it live on the air, 50,000 watts. I believe you. I've reported myself. You have.
3: Sorry. But, but there is that weird corporate speak that right, it's you know, like business jargon, right? You can't escape it, and it's bec- it's sort of like leaked over into our own, li- our own personal lives, has it not?
4: It. Oh, my gosh. When I think of the things that we hear in the corporate world, and I don't mean particular to Word FM not or to, to our denigrate. company. We're not denigrating. No, We're just, it's this, just, is, this is. is corporate speak in yeah. general. Like a, a term it just drives me out of my mind, best practices. Oh, my gosh, do I hate
3: that? What are best practices? So,
4: well, best – so it, it's like – People have are determining the best way to do
3: something. Well, when I hear that, well,
4: that's what to me that's what working is. Yeah. Like as you're working, yeah. you're trying to determine the best, best way to do something. Well, I kind of when I hear I that, hate I think, best practices. Think, I'm doing
3: pretty good. like like
4: well, I don't think I, I think I am the best practice. My best
3: practices are okay.
4: Um. So there, the reason that this has come into our conversation is yeah. because there's an article in the Daily Mail today about how many people think that business jargon covers something up. So they did a poll of 1,500 office workers, mm, mm. and nearly half of them said that colleagues who deploy these phrases come across as trying really hard to impress, mm. okay, and a whopping 90% of respondents feel that some people use jargon to try to cover up their
3: shortcomings. Corporate jargon to cover up your shortcomings? Cover up your shortcomings. In and out of the office? Yes, both. Oh
4: so I thought, you know, I brought up best practices. In the past on the show, I've discussed how much I am annoyed by the term raise awareness. I want to raise awareness. I can't. I can't. I just,
3: I can't. Let's raise awareness. Okay.
4: Can I just want you to know about something? Yeah. I don't need to, like, raise awareness. I hate the term green.
3: Green? Well, everything is green
4: now. And that's why it means nothing. Right? So why are we, Why is it the term means... I'm putting
3: gas in my car today right. and I'm, uh, Exactly. i green. It's
4: meaningless. It's absolutely... I hate the term carbon neutral oh, carbon because neutral. that's a made-up designation. What does that even mean? It's that you've decided in your head that you're carbon neutral. So because you give money to some other organization, you can do whatever you want oh, to right. yeah, and that sure. makes it carbon neutral. I've offset that's myself. Out Rageous. I'm all carbon. Carbon neutral is absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, but the church is not beyond this type of thing. The church has
3: its own thing as well. Right.
4: So three of them that came to mind quickly when I was thinking about corporate Jargon. jargon. Okay. The first one is broken. Well, there's a lot of
3: people that are broken.
4: All of us are broken. I'm broken. We're all broken. Okay. Right. Now that term may like was referred pretty much referred to tools until about 15 years ago. <laughs> okay. And, and now we throw it around in church like it's some kind of you know right. mentioned in all
3: the both testaments and I, I don't mind it. I don't mind you know someone talking cuz you know you're broken. Okay. Right, I'm broken. What 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 was It's would they- just
4: it, it's interesting though how the word
3: has evolved. Ha, has evolved. Well before that? Then, well, if you were not broken, were you sinful?
4: Maybe I don't know what you were. I don't even remember.
3: Pre-broken. Mm-hmm. Pre-broken. I pre-broken. I would say you was that guy's sinful. Now he's just or broken. screwed up. He's a mess. He's a hot mess. He's a broken, sinful hot mess. <laughs> robust. Robust.
4: We're looking for a more robust discussion here mm. at the church on issues of. Giving equality, or we're looking for a more robust discussion of gender roles. We're looking for. Oh no! Yeah, robust. That's that's a new one. Robust. That, that's on my. nerves. Sounds like side. you're talking about wine. Mm, yeah, and how about this
3: one?
6: Mm.
4: Come alongside.
3: I want
6: to come alongside.
4: Mm-hmm. I want to come
3: alongside. Like you're in a sidecar. Exactly.
4: Yeah. Well, he, you bram, know, bram. you know what Harry needs. Harry just needs someone to come alongside him
3: in a more robust, <laughs> right. mindful way.
4: Because Harry's broken. <laughs>
3: poor harry that's what it is he's a hot mess yeah, and i sit poor... next to him yeah he's in my pew <laughs> every
4: time i'm what with harry heck? it's just a big
3: yeah hey hair anyway so Love i'm wondering
4: you. if you asked 1500 people in the church if they would also think that 90 that 90 of them would say that people who use those words are trying to cover up shortcomings no no Do you think?
3: no no i just you know the church has been taken over by corporatization in some ways mm-hmm. right we've hired consultants Communication experts, all that thing has leaked into us. We, so we tend to look at church now as a corporate entity for better. And then you, know, you, you lose something in that. Right.
9: right. Would
4: you feel like in the church, if 1,500 people took the survey, nearly half would say that people who deploy these phrases come across as trying hard to impress?
9: No,
3: no, no. Okay. Do you? I, no.
4: I don't think it's about trying hard to impress, but I do think it might be trying hard. Not to impress, but to maybe seem... Relevant?
3: No, to me, I think it's just it's the leakage of language, and language becomes lazy, and so you go with what's top of mind, and so broken or best practices has found its way in. It's easy to grab because that's what the last thing you heard. So instead of trying to craft you know something particular or specific, we just go for the. You just said you're gonna
4: well we we're focused on justice issues. Which is another one I I don't even know what that exactly.
3: Half the time, I mean, I get what just of course, but then that takes on layers of other meanings as well, and it makes you kind of go, "Someone's going to yell at me." (laughs) Because I'm going to have the justice issues thing down, right?
4: Right, right. Or I pick different justice issues and, and someone like, else didn't think that they were justice issues. I'm
3: going, eh. eh. Uh,
4: what about in the 25 most grating examples of business speak according to – going back to the office, according to um, – Best practices. According to the Daily Mail today. Um, blue. Now, this is from a British perspective. Blue sky thinking, which is something that I don't, I don't hear people say here. Yeah. I know what it means, but I don't think that's... Anyway, think outside the box, oh, low-hanging right. fruit, touch base, stay ahead of the curve. Um, there are plenty of ways to skin a rabbit. Uh, game changer. Let's bring it to the table. That's a good one. I like it. Let's bring that to the table. The Biscuits. Um, let's ride the wave. Oh. Uh, let's take a deep dive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, can we shift the paradigm?
9: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Which can, all stands for, can we figure this out? Right. Let's Could we develop
4: out. some synergy? Synergy. Synergy.
3: Not like it's S Y, not S I. Ex-
4: right. Well, yeah, we're trying to avoid the S I N. Right. Uh, can we just move this forward?
3: Oh, Oh, we know that phrase. Can't we just do this? Can't we just do
9: this? can we just
4: Can we get on the same page? Mhm. Mhm. And could we get granular?
3: Granular.
4: That just seems like What is
3: granular? It's like what some tiny little mm-hmm. Can we get granular where you want to break things down to their Here's a to their essence.
4: To their essence. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I want to make sure this is on your radar.
3: Well, yeah. Well, those are a lot of those are old
4: phrases, They are. Right? Mm-hmm. But those are the top 25 according to uh, the Daily Mail today. So maybe they're a little behind us in Britain, do you think?
3: Skin of rabbit? It's a skin of rabbit? That's like- I don't
4: think anybody uses that. However, there's a lot about getting it out on the table. I hear synergy a lot. What's the blue in sky business thing? speak. Blue sky thinking. What does that mean? That means that you're just always looking on the optimistic side. I I would think that is like thirty thousand foot view. Yeah, the, exact. There 30, you go. Oh, very good, oh. Christy. Mm-hmm. I heard that one a lot.
3: Thirty thousand, like what's this? Like a wider view of it's the, the meta. Yeah. What, the 30, Do you have
4: any view. other ones that stick out in your head, Christy? No, those those were really good ones. Thank you. I appreciate that.
3: Blue sky.
4: Blue sky thinking.
3: She, mm-hmm. Well, I kind of like that. Blue sky. sky. It makes me feel good just to kind of Smile think about blue skies.
4: Um, I would like to come alongside you, John, and help you through it.
3: You're alongside me four to six yeah, that's every right. day. Okay, You're you know right, you are. Okay. Crying out loud. You know, just don't get granular on me. Because <laughs> I don't know. what... <laughs> I, don't I don't know how to know approach that. What the heck that is. How, if... how was your day? I go home, my wife go, How was your day? I go, Yeah, it's all granular. <laughs> I'm trying to get blue sky, and all of a sudden we're skinning all right. a rabbit.
4: Okay. Speaking of blue sky thinking, let me change the subject for a minute.
3: Okay. Best practices. Um, this is.
4: What is the best practice for leaving a bad online review? Oh. Okay, so you go to a restaurant. Don't be a jerk. Okay, you go to a restaurant, you go to your doctor's office, you do whatever. Most people who leave bad online reviews are total jerks. Yep. Is there a way to do it where you can get your point across that could be helpful without being turning into that person?
3: Uh, I have never left a bad review.
4: Have you, Christy, never. have you ever... Not like online, like no. I've submitted stuff. Like a survey? Like a, <laughs> yes. yes.
0: <laughs>
3: you're a good corporate employee, Christy. Okay, We're so not going to talk about the one survey. who's not a good corporate Thank employee. Thank you. She's granular. Oh, yeah. God, I told everybody I'm okay. granular. What? I don't want to leave a bad review. I
4: Even mean, if it's bad. Even if you have a horrible experience. No. You had a terrible no, waiter. I'm sorry, you had a rude no, hostess. No, no. You're still not doing it. I'm you're not, not saying anything. Not.
3: no not. Okay. No. Because that sets you up. Because all of a sudden, I don't want to. I don't even want to be online. Period. If I if I'd given my druthers, I'd not be online. Because all of a sudden, there you are. You're exposed. Right. So if you say something negative, and then someone, that's my wife that you said was a bad waitress, or I, I don't want to get involved in that. All of a sudden, someone's slapping me.
4: But then you're not really helping the place to get I'm any better. The they be- know.
3: They know. They don't know. They know. Okay, listen.
4: New York City bar owner Michael Reynolds, written about in today's Washington Post, said he never wanted his business listed on Yelp. Yeah, thank okay. you. Okay? Within a few weeks of opening, the online review site gave his bar a profile anyway, and the reviews yeah. came soon after, and one of them was, quote, rude bartenders, mediocre cocktails. So the first thing he did was order 100 T-shirts with those words on it and handed them out to all the regulars in hopes that they would get a laugh, which is a very good very way smart. to respond to that. Because right? how
3: do you – I don't know. It's easy to, for someone in this outrage culture to write a bad review. What, it makes them feel good about things? You're not correcting anything. You're not helping anybody. But if
4: you could do, do be it – a jerk. Don't you think if you could do it – there is such a thing as constructive criticism.
3: Yes, I agree. There is. But I would rather do that face to face. Hey, can I talk to the manager? Hey, listen, I'm not looking for anything free here. You know, yeah. Okay. I'm, okay that would be, I'm I think, talking to you I face think that, to face. and I'm not posting on Yelp. I'm not looking for a stiff. Right. I'm not, you don't comp me anything. I just want you to know that my experience here really wasn't great. And we just spent, you know, X amount of dollars. So could you, you know, I just want you to put that in your ear. What, what what good does it do for every like I'm gonna like you no know, shout out to the mountains so okay, people can if, all climb on okay, board. Okay, but if
4: you go to look for a restaurant, do you ever go to Yelp and see what people I do go see? to Yelp? Well, so you're taking. But no, yeah. no, no.
3: You take that with a because look when you go to the Amazon reviews, all the star ratings, take that with a grain of salt.
4: Yeah, but I still take it.
3: <sighs> Some, I still yeah, take it. I,
4: okay, so here's something that re- the restaurant owners brought up in this. Washington Post article, which is there should be a way for restaurants to review diners. You got that if right. If it's all going one direction, and we all know how obnoxious diners can be, or ho- people who are staying in hotels well, or about renting cars. What about reviews churches?
3: Right. All of a sudden you're on Yelp and someone's reviewing your church. I've never seen that. Oh, I have. You kidding me? The pastor's this, the greeters were that. Oh my what gosh. You're
4: crushing your church. That that's a horrible idea.
3: Thank you. That is a
4: terrible. That's idea.
3: That's why I choose not to do it ever for anything, restaurants. Even if you have bad fish, no, you're I'm not doing t- it. Talk to the manager face to face. Look okay. me in the eye and tell me I mean, something will happen. I admire you. I don't don't get granular. It's all blue skies
0: forward. <laughs> for a ride home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.